It's heartening to see so many strange new faces here today. I know my mom would be very touched and probably a little suspicious. My mother was a very secretive and private woman. It's grandma. You know you were her favorite, right? Even when you were a little baby, she wouldn't let me feed you because she needed to feed you. She was a very difficult woman, which maybe explains me. Hey, welcome to CC Talk Talk, a podcast where we see and talk about stories, but mostly movies. If you realize, we sound really good. Mm-mm. Nice. <laughs> That's Dalton again with me, like every other episode. But something different today, and something special actually, is that it's our 10th anniversary. Woo! When I say 10th anniversary, I mean our 10th episode. <laughs> I guess that's how it works with podcasts. It's a huge thing, okay? If it's one podcast a week, 10 podcasts is almost 2 to 3 months already. 10 episodes? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's an achievement, la. it's better than. Yeah. For something that we're yeah. doing on the side, it's pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty, it's pretty not bad. Cool. And it's really nice to see people still tuning in to listen to us. We record in, we are from Malaysia, and to see international listeners from America and France and suddenly Colombia. Uh, it's really nice. It's really nice to see people coming back even though we took one to two weeks uh, break to figure out our audio. And yeah, people still listening to the podcast. The numbers are going up. And thank you again to Sean, DJ Oi, for setting us up with an audio interface with two mics. So I really hope yes. our audio is better than ever. Lah. And from moving forward, it's gonna sound good. ASMR stuff. So if you want to fall asleep with our voice, it's, it's very nice. No? I don't think you can fall asleep with my voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and oh, one, one PSA before we get going is to wear your mask, please. Numbers in Malaysia are steadily climbing. Uh, it's getting scary. Yeah, yeah. Please, please wear a damn mask. <laughs> and keep your SOPs, yeah. Uh, keep your social distancing and mm. try to avoid crowds. <laughs> Have fun, but stay safe. Okay, yeah. you can't st- you can't have fun if everybody else isn't safe. Yeah, so. if you own a restaurant, please please enforce your social distancing. Mm. Oh my god, I know you need the crowd for the money, but there are certain things that you cannot like, enforce. La. Like let me tell you something. Let me a short one. Like I'm a I'm a part time grab food driver. I don't pick up passengers anymore. I just pick up food. And when I go to the restaurants to pick up food, it is scary. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people not practicing the SOPs, not practicing social distancing. So this is starting to worry me. Freaking McDonald's. <laughs> so yeah, please don't take things for granted. Yeah, because not. Uh, we are not nowhere near a vaccine and all that. So it's real. And just because, like I was just talking to Dalton uh, yesterday, just because the way you, you kind of die from COVID is not violent or brutal. So people tend to be forgetful and take things for granted. You know, if the death is like contagion in a movie where your body spazzes out and like bubbles from your mouth, I'm pretty sure the world will be much more aware. The, the, the lungs scared. will spontaneously combust. Yeah. <laughs> so please, please, please wear your mask and all that. Lah. Yeah. So we're going to start. This is uh, really exciting because this is something new that we finally brain how to do it. We've always wanted to talk about movies but we didn't want to do like you know normal reviews. So it took us a while to figure out how to do this and today we're going to be talking about a fresh upcoming director and we're going to focus on his work. So today in particular we're going to talk about uh, Ari Aster's Hereditary. Hmm. Uh, it came out in 2018. Excellent film. Damn good show. So good that honestly I was a bit nervous talking about it because it's really up there in the decade lah in the last 10-20 years this Pot- movie 
possibly the best American horror film I've seen this decade. Uh, it's crazy how good this movie is. If not, if not overall horror film. Yeah, it's one of those movies where I just have no complaints. I really got nothing to nitpick about. I love it. Hmm. Okay, so before we go to Hereditary, uh, we're going to talk a bit about Ari Aster. Okay, he is a new director. Why we pick him and other directors we're going to uh, spotlight like Damien Chazelle, uh, Robert Eggers, Greta Gerwig. The reason why is because they are up and coming and they're alive and they're actively making movies and like Dalton likes to call them they're probably the future of cinema. And the future of horror cinema right now but there are other new talented yeah. filmmakers but so like Jordan Peele, yeah. we have Robert Eggers who's yeah. like spearheading the old school horror vibe not seen since what the 60s and 70s it's great I love it I love this renaissance and I like horror. that their movies mm. all in a way they're all obvious where they have their own style mm. which usually only is prevalent in indie in the indie scene the age but, before gang yeah but it works for the mainstream also the fact mm. I think these directors they are onto something la. and I think yes. it would be fun to cover them as they come up with new movies now hmm. so that's why we are only spotlighting these guys and for, the moment, not, yeah, we, for we, the moment we will expand yeah <laughs> uh, there's really quite a lot to cover hmm. so Eric Astor so Eric Astor he's a new guy he basically studied filmmaking at the Santa Fe College of Art sorry if I got that wrong yeah. he became big starting with his uh, infamous short film uh, The Strange Thing About the Johnsons which has about 5.5 million views on YouTube. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, word of caution, make sure your parents aren't there watching with you uh, because it is a truly, truly, truly messed up uh, short film. Like even by, even by today's standards, I'm like, holy crap, this took a lot of guts making this yeah. <laughs> film, you know. So she was a bright student yeah. even at yeah. school. Yeah, uh. even, even back then, you could already see like the his madness or his genius permeating through the frame yeah. because I, I'm not even going to get into the, the story of uh, the strange thing about the Johnsons because it revolves around a certain taboo topic that he just throws himself into yeah. but yeah go watch it it's an excellent yeah. film uh, if you're not too you know if you if you have a strong stomach basically <laughs> and, and I guess from there it's great because all, all of Ari Aster's films I mean not all uh, he only has two for now three if you count Johnsons yeah uh, they, they all deal with the human uh, mind and condition uh, it's not just outright horror with a ghost it plays a lot about the state of mind deteriorating the spirit uh, rotting mm. and all that like he loves that kind of thing the taboo topics familial decay yeah that's all of his in all of his movies that I've seen yeah. him do so far so that in a way that's his style so far mm. he has hereditary that came out in 2018 and he has Midsommar that came out in 2019 both just screams Aster in every way <laughs> but today we're going to talk about Hereditary and in the next episode or the following one we're going to talk about Midsommar mm. so Hereditary great 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 show I mean I don't know how many amount of greats I have to say <laughs> to say how good this is mm. uh, if you don't like horror movies I think it's still worth a watch because there's no outright ghost like you know let's say conjuring where it's full of jump scares and creepy oh, no, shit no, no. so this is nothing like that this is emotional horror mm. if you want to call it that. I, w- I want to add something about you know people who say conjuring is like the best horror movie they've seen or you know even uh, a quiet place no disrespect to John Krasinski yeah. but you know I like I like the conjuring at least the first two maybe movies. you can say conjuring the first conjuring yeah. oh, my, <laughs> not, not the second or the third I, I, or I, the, I do like the second the, one <laughs> the, the first conjuring maybe you can say it's the best jump scare horror movie yes, uh, yes you can say here's that. the thing 
jump scare horror is very very easy to make yes, it's, yes. it's theme park horror yes. you know you go into a haunted house the, the guy in the costume comes out boo yeah. boo you know you're just, it's fun you know it's yeah. not it's not like oh that's terrifying it's just shock value which is which admittedly is fun you know if you're with a group of friends yes. you just want to have a nice time turn your brain off kind of film Hereditary is not like that Hereditary feels like a product of the 70s where truly messed up shit yeah. gets into your mind infects your soul and you have a lot to think about once the movie is over stuff you know reminds me of Rosemary's Baby reminds me of Don't Look Now if you haven't seen those two classics go ahead but Hereditary evokes some of the great horror movies of back then and I think it stands today as one of the best horror movies this uh, the past decade Yeah, I think it even extends beyond the past decade even mm. all the way to like Let's say the exorcist. True, I think true, yeah. This is really one of the truly up there yeah. kind of movies, mm. la. And I'm not a really big fan of horror. The reason why is I have a quite a strong imagination, la. So if I watch horror to my detriment for the next week or so, I will tend to have uh, images in my head and all that when I sleep. So <laughs> that's the reason why I don't like horror. But if I know if it's a good movie, I will watch it. Because of that, I didn't have a really good uh, history of horror. But when I watch Hereditary. Uh, it just blew me out of the everything. Like it changed, it even changed my perception of horror movies. Like, I'm willing to go through it just because of how good Hereditary was. And I think a physical expression of the movie, as you were describing it just now, I I thought about something. When I watch the when you watch the movie, it feels like you you sit on a chair, and you didn't know there's like a bucket of ice underneath. And then as you watch it. Yeah, your spine slowly gets cold colder and colder as you watch the movie that cold creeps up your spine and throughout your whole body oh, yeah. that's really the best way I can describe that is it really because it creeps into you like they often say it infects your, your soul hmm. and I know it sounds like we're exaggerating <laughs> it sounds so metaphorical but truly when you watch this show you feel like you're losing your own mind with Tony Collette's character right because you know Hereditary is a movie that's framed around a familial uh, character development you know you got the family unit mother father brother sister you know that's like the, not just all American I say globally that's mm. like a very basic human connection you know having familial roots yeah. a family connection and Ari Aster decided to deconstruct that notion by having mm. a very dysfunctional family yeah. and so what happens is once family is corrupted so does the soul and mm. that's when the evil creeps up on you and that is a very scary thought Yep. Now, of course, heredit- uh, hereditary it adds a lot of the supernatural. Yep. We'll get into that later. But how Ari Aster does it is that this one and two familiar conflict and this uh, this evil that's cropping up, they go hand in hand. Yep. And then ultimately, it destroys everyone involved, which yep. is a real frightening thought. It's, it's just amazing. I, I, I just cannot stop saying, uh, describing <laughs> it in all different kinds of great, amazing, outstanding, <laughs> super. Because it's just wow. La. I guess we can talk about like like Dalton said the family is a broken family yeah they don't communicate well they all have their own things to do failure of communication yeah, yeah. and because of that uh, evil takes advantage of the situation yes. try not to spoil too much but in a way it's one of those movies where even though if you spoil experiencing it is a whole different yeah. ball game it's one of those great shows like that la. even though you know what's going on but you have no idea how it's going to happen and when you watch it happen it's just going to strip you apart and to rip your heart out and <laughs> put it on fire it's crazy it, could, it could be like a commentary on the state of family units today how like basically some mis- uh, somebody who's misguided in the family unit decides to break off and then it starts this whole domino effect yeah. so basically this film could represent that because <laughs> you know like 
you don't get films like these made today if you don't have yeah. a message to yeah. be said and this movie is really strong yeah. so what I'm getting out of it is that you need, you need to keep the family you yeah. need in place you need to know your priorities in, otherwise in a very summarized way yeah. in a way if the family in the hereditary uh, talk to each another and be more open and honest uh, they could have avoided a lot exactly. of harsh o- openness <laughs> of communication yeah. you know, that's how things get solved in the unit you know it's not just not just as a family but as a whole yeah you keep everything to yourself. You look at it. Look at the movie. Everything implodes. Yeah. It's not explodes, but implodes, which is way more frightening than any of the Conjuring movies can think of. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Before we, we go on raving about this, there's something I need to do. So when we talk about movies, there's something I want to do is uh, to provide some some sort of uh, balanced nature to our so-called reviews of a movie, lah. Hmm. So obviously we love this movie. So before we go on loving it, I think we should we should try on, try. And when I say try, I mean really nitpick and dig our ways out for maybe things that we didn't like with Hereditary lah, mm. or like slight dislikes about it lah. Uh, for me, it's not my personal dislike, but because I, I, I run an indie cinema and from all the reviews and people's impression when they watch the movie, they come out, I, I get a sense that the, the main thing a lot of people were slightly annoyed about is the lack of clarity in the law of the witchcraft or the demon mm. in hereditary. Uh, After I hear some customers talk about it, I give it some thought and I'm like, yeah, I guess so lah. If there's anything you can improve on, maybe just 10% more on the law of the Paimon demon and the cow. Because it's very interesting. Uh, they, they showed just enough to tease you and show you that there's a lot more going yeah. on. But I guess there is, I guess lah, you can want more of that. If only thing is because he made you so interested in it that you want more of that. Mm-hmm. Personally, I find it not a problem at all. <laughs> I actually would say it's not an issue for me if yeah, I find not, out man. whether I find out the history of the demon. I, I actually grew up in a Catholic family. So, mm. you know, you know how good and evil, mm. Jesus and the whole thing. So, when I first saw this movie and I realized that, you know, oh, demonic horror is actually taking place here. So that got me intrigued because demonic horror is probably the only horror to ever actually scare me. So the less I know about certain demons, uh, the, the scarier it gets because yeah. I do not really want something, you know, spoiling the experience, everything laid out to me. Plain. Yeah. All we know is there's something uh, malevolent going on about and it's destroying, the, uh, destroying these families' lives. It's causing them hell. And the and it's getting increasingly agitated. Yeah. That's what's scary. Yeah. Uh, and Aster does a good job in mm. in balancing, showing you and not showing yeah. you. Yeah, showing you enough, like you said, to bring a mystery, a mysterious intrigue. sense, yeah, an intrigue, mm. but not too much where it gets boring. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think he had that right balance of not of show teasing, but not directly yeah. revealing so until the very end. <laughs> we, we really love this movie. So asking us to say something bad about it is really tough because we can defend everything bad about it. <laughs> Uh, oh, another thing that suddenly popped to my head. The only other bad thing I can think of this show is Malaysia's audience reaction. That's not it. really a bad thing to say about that. I know, movie. I know, I know. But it's just that because the memory of watching this in cinema is so strong to me that unfortunately it's tied to me witnessing people walking out of the cinema watching this. Uh, yeah, It's nothing bad about the movie but I guess it's just part of my memory of it lah. Uh, unfortunately in Malaysia the general audience loves the jump scare horror they really love it the campy jump scare horrors so when you get a movie yeah, when you get a movie like Hereditary where it's, uh, it simmers and boils and only like one jump scare in one hour you know, they get bored and that was a very out. effective jump scare Correct. they use it only when they have to <laughs> yeah. so yeah 
Nothing to complain about the movie, but complaining <laughs> about the audience the that I watched with. <laughs> you saw it here in Malaysia. I when when it came out, I was on a business trip in Singapore. So I caught this in a Singaporean theater, uncut. The audience, uh, yeah. you can see a complete difference in the audience between Malaysia and Singapore. That's another story. But let's say the audience, they were so into it. Like you know, there's a scene in Hereditary, where the one of the major characters, Charlie, right, the yeah. girl, the young girl, she has this little pop sound. So she yeah, goes yeah. Like, yeah. like that. Yeah. So. When that sound happens later in the film, when you lead, when anybody least expects it, like a, 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 a yeah, somebody in the far corner actually squealed out loud. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think I is just like fuck me, what the fuck? Yeah, I couldn't help it. I just had to. I was so invested into the yeah. into the film. That's why I had a great audience experience with uh, Hereditary. It's not just like oh, it's a jump scare horror. It's nothing like that at all. It's actually a real freaky. Yeah. It's a, it's a freaky tale of how one family spirals into hell literally <laughs> so now we go back to loving her literally because <laughs> <laughs> we had enough of that there's nothing to hate about the movie it's just full love uh, my experience watching it right, I remember because the marketing wasn't that great here in Malaysia I remember oh no right, it's yeah. terrible but I read like one or two articles from a website that I follow and it's one of those movies where it's very hard for me to explain because sometimes when people ask me how do you know from a review that it's good but this is one of those movies where the review itself wasn't even reviewing the movie. The, it's like the reviewer was struggling to describe how great it was and when you read it, you have a sense of like, holy shit, is it that good? The guy is enthused by yeah. it probably. So when I read that, I'm like, what is this movie? And it's hereditary. I don't know who the director is. Back then, I didn't know who Tony Collette is. Hmm. So I'm like, what is this show? And then in the cinemas in Malaysia, I think only like, Two halls were showing it, that's it, <laughs> in a short span of two weeks. Yeah, so it was a totally uh, mysterious no. movie to me, no idea. Uh, my wife, Joanne, also didn't know. She's just like, what movie is this? Why are we watching it? I'm like, trust me, it's going to be good, even though I didn't know what is it. And then when we watch it, <laughs> she, couldn't, she couldn't move, and then she's like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, we were flawed lah. So that is one of those movies where I had almost no idea what to expect going in and absolutely killing myself watching it lah. It's hmm. freaking good. It's too good like. I mean, Eric Astor, just by that single film, I really... Back when it came out, I really considered this is the best horror film I've seen yeah. all decade. And to this day, I still think it's the best horror film I've seen all decade. Uh, straight away in my mind is that opening scene. Like, he, okay, Eric Astor has... A certain sense of style He has a great visual style He, he has his own thing You know Yes hmm. uh, He And he does uh, Long takes That boil Really well hmm. uh, The opening scene Of Hereditary If I'm not mistaken Is that House Yeah the They show house. the house yeah. Like in those Puppet kind of houses hmm. uh, Miniature houses And then it slowly Zooms in Zooms in Zooms in And from A puppet Miniature size house Suddenly you are in A full size Real life Transitioning house. The transition was Sick Like just watching that You know you are in For something different already It's, it's like It's like saying that These people are all Puppets in a way <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I saw it as that way Like Like the demon himself Was playing his game On yeah, a miniature and we, and, set And we and the audience Are his uh, witnesses yeah. His audience You can say that mm. yeah, The way it's portrayed it's great lah amazing, amazing stuff Yeah Like you know how Some very artsy Indie directors They have a sense of style But sometimes it takes away From the, the storytelling uh, Like you know that Wow he's trying Something different But you feel that Sometimes it doesn't work Right But for I mean after I feel that His, his style Really works For the storytelling And it does, it's not too strong Where sometimes you feel like Oh he's trying something No 
it just it just works perfectly well, very smoothly and very flawlessly. And I think we have to also, as much as we love Aster, we have to talk about Tony Collette in this movie. Amazing performance. Holy crap. I almost like, gave up on Tony. I know, I know Tony Collette way before this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean, I know her, her work. And I know she's a terrific actress when she wants to be. But before her literary, I think she was just like, like simply yeah. taking roles left Correct. and right. I, I don't want to say slumming it because I know she's done some great work here and yeah. then. But I saw her in Triple X3. Oh no. <laughs> the one with me. Yeah, I'm going to cut you off. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't spoil no, this no, episode. No. I know, I know, I know. But I, I, I feel tempted to say that, you know, I saw her in that and I'm like, you really aren't trying anymore, are you? So, I, I think if that's the phrase born to play a role, this is the role Correct. that Tony Collette yeah, was this, born this, for. This, this was a comeback. It's not just the role that she was born for. This was a complete comeback for her. Yeah. I absolutely was enthralled by her performance. I, I remember I talked to you about Hereditary almost a year ago mm. or something and mm. there was a line that you said, if Oscars uh, nominate and even award horror movies, mm. easily Tony Collette would have won Best Actress that yes. year for this one. Easily. But you know, the Academy Awards, they are like... Yeah, they don't recognise horror, unfortunately. Not to say they like, don't recognise, they're very biased against yeah. horror films. So it's very unfortunate Tony Collette did not get a nomination, even considered a nomination. She yeah. was robbed. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit! If you don't get me, just just go on YouTube. As any scene from *Hereditary* with Tony Collette, mm. and ho- holy shit! One of the it, one of the best horror performances. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's one of those performances where you can't unsee ever. Yeah. Really. you really can't. And it's not because the makeup or like the haunting was so bad. No, it's just her losing her shit and mm. she lost her shit really well in this show. <laughs> like, it, I can't even imagine acting with her when she, when she does her thing. It, it yeah. must have been so intense to it. <laughs> I don't know how many takes you got unless the actors are all really pro and then they're yeah. like into the scene together because if any if it were me and she was doing that to me, I would just probably break character like, holy shit, you know yeah. <laughs> She she's really that, is, yeah. She's that good. She yeah. really is that good. Like the, the, the phrase, shit hits the fan. Literally. Literally <laughs> she expresses that with her acting. La. Oh mm. my god, it's just amazing. La. Mm. I think we can spoil a bit. So there's a scene where her, her daughter dies tragically. Yeah, how? I'm not going to say like you watch the movie then you find out. And but, how? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just insane how it happens. <laughs> but anyway, Tani Collette's uh, reaction when she finds out and the way she... I think will is the best way. W a i l will not. Yeah, wailing. She wasn't Holy just crying. Holy shit, man! She was just letting it out, like oh my god. I never felt like you remorse that, and you know. pain for someone in a movie until mm. this one. I really, man. I I even feel sorry that Tony Collette have to act that out because she acted it out with so much. Uh, it's so realistic yeah. and so much emotion that I feel like oh my god, it must be so painful to act this out. Oh like, man, what great, great actress, great performance. And the rest of the cast also. Uh, the son. Alex Wolf, right? Is it? I can't remember. I think it's Alex Wolf. I'm sorry. I, I always <laughs> confuse him with his brother, Nat Wolf. Both of them, you know, the. I forgot the Naked Brothers Band or something, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, Alex Wolf. Great. Also great. Uh, especially the scene where he gets this uh, vision in school and then he just freaks oh, the out. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, in a way, you can say that he acts like he's constipated half the time. But and then he lets it go. Yeah, and he lets it go. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but this is some great constipated acting, man. <laughs> Holy shit Like when I say constipated I mean his soul is constipated And and you really feel it Like you Mm. can't breathe with him You You 
You, oh you feel choked. God. Yeah. You feel, you feel like something's clutching your chest cavity. You can't let go. Oh, man, this is an insane show. It's, it's a heck of a ride. Like, I mean, I'm, I just run out of words to describe how crazy <laughs> this show is because it really is hmm. all praise and I'm just going to keep praising it as we go along. I just cannot stop praising it. Everything about it. Oh, man. Top-notch horror. Please, please see it if you have the chance. Really, yeah. Ari Aster has, like, with just with just this one film, he has proven himself as one of the best horror filmmakers of this yeah, generation. From totally nothing. Yeah. To well, I mean, if you see his short film, it's horror of a different kind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, different, yeah, different. I know, but yeah, you know, the, the seeds were already there for me, like, and it, it just blossomed into this amazing piece of terror. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not, like, like I said earlier, I'm not the most well-versed with horror, mm. but I think certain things like that scene with the sun where he... I'm trying not to spoil here, but <laughs> the, the way he was haunted and the way he burst out with his hand... I'm, I'm, I'm doing it in person so that they can see. Uh, you know, he, he does that thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think, like, that's quite unique. I don't remember seeing that in any horror thing at all. Mm. So, even just the visual showing of a haunting, Aster is original, man. Yeah, he's uh, a true original. Yeah. I, I don't I think that he should probably just keep making more of mm. these as he comes. I know I know you have your issues with Midsommar. Yeah. Uh, Not a very bad I, issues. I we'll, we'll get into that later yeah, uh, in, in another thing. episode. But I, I personally think that, you know, even with Midsommar yeah. and Hereditary, he's definitely a voice to look out for. Yeah. A cinematic voice to look out for. Very quickly, uh, but yeah. Midsommar is not... Like, even though I didn't enjoy it as much as Hereditary, mm. but the level of respect I have just experiencing Midsommar is the craft. up there. It's mm. so far up there. Mm. But anyway, back to Hereditary. Yeah, suddenly a, a term, freaky shit. Freaky <laughs> shit. When you watch a horror show, you know, certain scenes that come out or certain scenes that play out, right? And you right, just right, say right. like, oh my god, that scene was freaky as heck or freaky, yeah. you know? And a lot of times, like with Conjuring, for example, it's a weird way or like the ghost looks weird or like the shadow lighting <laughs> yeah. is weird and it's be- so be- freaky because they just emphasize they, they just put they just emphasize on the costumes they just emphasize on oh look at me yeah. I or like playing with shadows ghost, you know? and yeah. all that or how the ghosts appear but in her hereditary right the freaky shit is not about like all these mysterious things it's just up front in front of you but the way the plot Unravels itself is just. It's, it's not. Uh, I'm gonna add something that it's not just up there in front of you. It's up there in front of you, and it does absolutely nothing yeah. until necessary. That's why nobody felt it until well something happens. <laughs> compared compared to other movies, uh, okay. I'm sorry to sorry to break your heart. Let's compare it to a recent horror movie. Annabelle comes home. Sure, sure. Okay, I did not like that movie, and yeah. I and I made it known that I didn't. I do not like that movie. Yeah. You just have. It's just like this uh, director, he basically said, okay, you know what? We're going to extend this build up to a giant jump scare, but let's extend it for like three minutes. Uh Where like, okay, we anticipate the scare and we wait and we wait and we wait and then nothing happens. I'm like, what what was the point of that? (laughs) You know, exactly. So he did it wrong. Like the anticipation of the scare is, from what I hear, more terrifying than the scare itself. Yes. Ari Aster is probably the one of the very few filmmakers who can master that. No, I even even the build up to the scare hmm. is so scary. Really. Yeah, by Holy itself. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know where to look, you know. 
Yeah, so uh, one thing I have to say that uh, because of, again, uh, I think you should be say this a minute. I, I run an indie cinema. Mm. So recommending movies is something I do on a daily basis. Mm. So I have to bring in uh, a comparison in a way. Sometimes I don't like to do it, but I have to just because of uh, for the sake of for posterity, uh, for audience. Sake, uh. <laughs> no, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for the mass audience to have maybe some sort of leeway to understanding what this is like, because mm. I understand sometimes that helps you uh, watch a movie, right? Like. So sometimes when I try to recommend Hereditary to people who never heard of it before, one show that I think the the closest that ever came to Hereditary to me would be The Hunting on the Hill House. Ah, oh, uh, right. That's probably the closest But that's a series So if you Trim down 8 episodes I think it was 8 episodes Or 10 episodes Into a 2 hour movie And If you watch it you Because Hunting on the Hill House Wasn't a jump scare horror Slow it burn was, Yeah it was a slow burn Emotional horror And when a jump scare happens It has a strong impact Because it happens only once or twice And it really packs a punch So That is really the closest thing I can think of Hereditary Where It takes its time and the horror, the build up, the stakes, it's not because of how scary the ghost is, but it's because how much it means to the character when they right. lose their soul or when they lose someone. And that's really in line with Hereditary. La. You, so, you do know there's a longer version of Haunting of Hill House, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but the yeah. Netflix one was really well done. Huh? It was really, really good. Uh, and the payoff at the end was also really worth the eight episodes. La. So Hereditary is the same thing. Great, great, great build up. Uh, every step of the way, it's just great. <laughs> the ending when everything blows up. The is, ending is fantastic. Oh I know a lot of people. Uh, some there's some people who actually do not like the ending because they oh you you copped out. I say no. no. This is ex- this is this is tension exploding done right. Yeah. <laughs> everything just bam. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Because so much has been boiling and boiling and boiling and when it tips past the pressure point, it's just... It's gonna blow. Damn, that's it. When you, like a nuclear explosion. When it blows, it blows. Mm. And that, that's it. There's nothing to say. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, um, fun fact. And a bit of a spoiler. Like, the part where... Okay, it's not a spoiler because I'm not going to describe it exactly. The part where Tony Collette has really lost it and she's banging her head somewhere. Freaky shit. <laughs> yeah, so she's banging her head. You thought they, they used some movie making magic to pull mm. it off but I, I saw the behind the scenes and no they really took the full well and strapped her onto something somewhere to holy, make her bang her head it's just freaking crap. ridiculous that they even bothered to do it the because amount of dedication yeah. that they had <laughs> because that, kind, that scene could have really been an easy movie magic thing like very nothing special I mean, edit- but trip. no they didn't they went all out to pull that shit <laughs> it's just nuts Ho- horror has always been uh, like the easiest most cost efficient genre yes. to make because it ma- you make what it costs less than 5 2 million dollars to make yeah. and when you mass market it it's going to cost the studio less than 10 million yeah. so it's going to make its money back for sure but the thing is it's also it's easy to make it's also easy to screw up yes. because you know you can just basically put a cheap jump scare a cheap editing yeah. trick or special effect yeah, boom you got, a, you got a blockbuster that's yeah. good but artistically bankrupt yeah Hereditary doesn't feel that way Hereditary is like you, you, Yes it's a horror movie And arguably You could say it's low budget But you can tell Every frame Is filled with care By uh, Ari Aster Every line of dialogue Every Every emotional take In the actor's performance Especially Tony Collette Which I think She probably did a lot of her own, Put her own spin On the character Ari Aster has written Everything is spot on and uh, you could tell this was a labor of love and it actually 
gave me faith in horror movies again. And I have to echo Dutton there. Every frame. Every line. Everything about every, it. Every cut. Because, you know, anything is easy. You can just cut to a jump scare to a horror movie. Yeah. But this one, no. Ari Aster knows when exactly to cut, what exactly to live in, when exactly to pace. Yeah. Everything's spot on. I think... <laughs> I, I said, I just... Gonna try to find as many words as I can to rave about her <laughs> Oh, another thought that came to mind. I think a good reference lah again for the younger audience and for the mass audience. For example, like uh Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. Right. Like I'm pretty sure from that movie, that point onwards, we'll forever remember his uh, performance. One of one of the all time great performances yes. in an above average movie. I'm not gonna say great yeah. movie. <laughs> or like Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. Or like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street. This <laughs> this is the level that we're talking about for Tony Collette in Hereditary la. Mm. Uh, At least personally la, I will never forget this role that she played in Hereditary. Mm. Like now when I watch other shows with her, I just cannot unsee her as the mother who lost her shit. Yeah, yeah I can't <laughs> imagine watching Triple X Three again. <laughs> uh, I I was I watched a series Unbelievable. I talked about it a little bit before. Ah. So she's in that show as as a dedicated police officer la. That's it. That's her role. So there's a scene where she's just staring out of a police car doing her stakeout. She's just staring normally. She's not doing anything. But when I saw her staring, I'm just like, oh my god, this is a hereditary look. <laughs> so yeah, that that's the amount. That's the prominence that. This role had on me la. It really implanted Tony Collette in me forever already. What about Knives Out? <laughs> yeah, again, same thing. Uh, same thing I cannot a, imagine there's, her. There's a scene where she she's being accused and she yeah. feels really insulted that she was accused. In my mind, I'm like, this is hereditary face. <laughs> okay, I'm just waiting for her hereditary face to come out. <laughs> um, I, I cannot la, this show. It's just... Up there with anything lah. I'm just gonna ask a stupid question that came to my head. If there's a sequel. <laughs> no. <laughs> we all know horror movie sequels almost never do well, so no. <laughs> uh, what if it explores more about no. Pyman, you know? <laughs> no. No, unless Ari Aster can do something new with it, no. <laughs> I, I don't know, like again, la, I'm just gonna explain. Like the, the Godfather 2 of horror movies. <laughs> no no. Director's cut. Oh no, no, that's another topic uh, altogether. But Aster, like will you be open to it and Aster's director cut? Of her- hereditary. Yeah. But if the movie is already terrific enough as it is, what more needs to be terrific? Terrific. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, mean I, have, I still haven't seen the Midsommar's director's cut. Maybe, I need, maybe we, need, we both need to see that before yeah. we do our review. But yeah. Another talk. For Hereditary, like what you said there, I think you said something really good there. La. Um, mm. It's one of those movies where, where, even though we love the director, even though that I can say for a fact I trust him if let's say there's a director's cut I trust mm. that it will be better but how good Hereditary already is there's really just no need yeah exactly it's just that's really good. one of those rare perfect masterpiece that is yeah, yeah you don't touch it just, just leave it as it is oh one thing we, we haven't mentioned until now uh, A24 man oh props to them yeah. all, all credit to them uh, really. in case you didn't know A24 is a new studio if you like your movies and if you haven't watched A24 movies just go uh, they have a laundry list of movies just just take a dart and show to any one of them and all of them are watchable holy extremely watchable shit. I think there's no comparison to A24 right now all sorts of movie family drama horror with hereditary Crime drama, uncut gems, they did that. All sorts of Mm. shows and... Oh my gosh. I think A24 is like 
the gem of cinema right A- now. A twenty four was like Miramax back then, except the it doesn't have Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know, I know. Don't, right? don't taint this. Episode, I, I'm not tainting this. It. I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, you see, they're making such a great output, you know, and they don't and they and they seem like genuinely nice film lovers. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know, all due credit to them. Yeah, yeah. So A24, trust me, lah. If you like movies, just go and Google A24 and watch anything in there. I think they have maybe 20-30 movies in their library now. All of them, literally, all of them are great stuff. Great, great, great stuff. Oh man. If ever I buy a shirt with a studio name and on it, I think it'll be A24 like, easily. Like. I've never felt so much uh, attachment to a studio before. I think I should probably describe the about that about A24 from now on. Like Miramax but without the creeps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so again, hereditary. Uh, watch it if you have not even though if you don't like horror if you have to ever put yourself through a horror movie this is it lah and also it's not there's not so much ghost in it so yeah even though it's it's horror it's not like a ghost haunted house movie it's more of a demonic horror kind of movie which I love by the way really underused especially now where I need we need more movies like that where's another Rosemary's Baby where's another Suspiria thank goodness Ari Aster is leading the charge yeah because I get it I, I I don't like to watch horror Because I get images In my head of ghosts And uh, demons And all that mm. But for Hereditary Like I said They only use it Once or twice to For a reason And for a very strong impact So Don't have to be so worried About that When you watch Hereditary la. It's a very good balance Of uh, coward uh, Mysticism mm. uh, Unknown intrigues And And she Plants a lot of Little Weird Freaky shit In there <laughs> To keep your attention uh, It's just great like, yeah. It's cinema it, At it's best I can say yeah. Horror cinema At it's best like, yeah. Definitely If If it was done By like a bigger studio Like I don't know Warner Brothers Or whatever right, I think Like the whole world Was we still talk about it even until today. Uh, no, mean, nothing against A24, but what I'm saying here is that... The movie is good. They are small, <laughs> so they didn't have the marketing budget to really push this movie to like, to the every corner of the earth. So unfortunately, because of that, it didn't. it's not as talked about as maybe like The Shining. Oh, for example, if you love The Shining, watch Hereditary. It is really That's a great on par. That's a great really. comparison. Yeah, it's really on par mm. in terms of acting. Like, okay, like how Jack Nicholson is forever remembered as that father in The Shining. Jack, Jack Torrance. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with Tony Collette here. La. Up there with anything, I would say. Uh, super random comparison. Uh, like The Matrix for sci-fi action. 33 for horror again. Super random I, comparison. I cannot imagine uh, if Ari Aster one day decides to do a Stephen King story. I get my. I cannot I want, imagine. Yeah, I, I want to. Really, because it's like you know Stephen King. He makes a lot of the messed up horror yeah. stories now. Not a big fan. I know. I know. I know. Like, you're not a fan of Stephen like, King. Yeah, I, I can get that like, uh, formula really working. Like out. You, I mean, you saw a bit of his movies, right? Yeah. His horror movies. Like, you saw a bit of like Misery. And yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Eat the Clown, The Shining. When I say I'm not a big fan, it's not because I don't like uh, the his his work. It's just that. I understand that his uh, novels are very hard to translate visually because Correct, yeah. it's a lot to do with the mind and all that. So when I see the movie, I'm like, that's why I'm not a big fan. Uh, not because I don't like his book. I understand your notion. Uh, yeah. We'll get into that another But like, I think Aster yeah. might be able to pull it off. La. Yes. Aster might. Because I, I, he, he, he does that kind of power, the internal turmoil and hmm. losing your shit. Kind I, of I cannot power. imagine him doing like a Stephen King story 
and not and not nailing the mood of it. Yeah. I think he'll probably ex- be excellent in it. <laughs> but but like for me, I I'm a fan of original work. Before he does that, I hope he does another two three movies original stories. Then when when he feels like oh I need to adapt something because running out of ideas, then okay do this. But because <laughs> I don't want him to do an adaptation and then just fall into the trap of doing adaptations. Nothing against adaptations, but I'm I'm just a fan of original work la. I feel like after, after Doctor Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and just something for fun lah, for fun lah. Let's say if Aster doesn't do horror, uh, what do you see him doing? Comedy. <laughs> My God. <laughs> if you can do horror, you can do comedy. Honestly. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, well, one call lah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's all about the timing. It's all about the pacing. If you know how to time a scare very well, you know how to build up. Uh, tension so you can do the comic payoff uh, the comic build up is going to be explosive so I think he can do comedy especially with the short film that he made <laughs> he can definitely do comedy yeah so again hereditary la, uh, really up there with any horror movie you can talk about like especially like The Shining is probably top 2 top 3 really. mm. and hereditary is really up there with uh, The Shining super super high praise man mm. and because I think in the modern age you know, just in the last 10-20 years Whenever a so-called great movie comes out, even though no matter how great it is, it it struggles to compare to the greats of the back yesteryears then, back of then. Yesteryears, you cannot touch yeah. them, like, honestly. But for Hereditary's case, it can and it really surpassed that and flew. Yeah, it can surpass a lot of beyond her. everything. I still think it's like a notch or two below her Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby. Mm. But yeah, I can I can see like seeing a lot of the old horror stuff, and they were really like, exceptionally well done. I I could go on all day listing all the good ones, <laughs> but yeah, Hereditary really up there in terms of modern horror watch it la. Uh, mm. again like I say if, if you don't like horror mm. I understand I don't like horror but if there's uh, one horror movie that you put yourself through right mm. hereditary it's man a, it's a horror movie made for people who are not horror fans yeah <laughs> but it hits the same high as, as any yes. scare or any creep very ambitious scene. yeah it's great uh, so that ends our uh, this episode la. Uh, and after this we're gonna Talk about Midsommar also in another episode. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do this with uh, other upcoming directors like Damien Chazelle with La La Land and Whiplash, two personal favorites. Jordan Peele, even yes. though he's already an established comedian by then. <laughs> Us and Get Out, yeah. uh, Greta Gerwig's Lady Bird and uh, Little Women, even Barry Jenkins when I went. Sorry, but I, I haven't got to his movies yet, which I really want to. Barry Jenkins, why Lion King, man? Why? <laughs> Yeah, like I said, don't don't take this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thank you again for listening. Uh, I really hope that this sounds better than ever. Yeah, it took us a while to figure out all this. Again, thank you to Sean. If you've been listening to us, the best thing you can do for us other than subscribing and following is tell your friends about us. Uh, because personally, I find that there's not many movie podcasts or content that does alternate topics like you know there's a lot of reviewers out there everyone's doing it mm-hmm. so if if your friends are looking for something about movies and all that tell them about us please uh, that helps the most yeah can can can, can. <laughs> so thank you for listening again uh, please stay safe and uh, be careful wear a mask yeah okay ciao ciao